Hi, True Believers. This is Stan Lee, and I want to be sure to see you at my Los Angeles Super Comic Con on October 28th to 30th. And be sure to use code MELTDOWN for 12% off your tickets. Excelsior! Hey, guys and gals. Thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. Attention, Meltcasters! Mention Meltcast inside Meltdown Comics, and any variant cover is reduced to $5. Follow through with this exclusive deal today. For those of you looking to join Loot Crate, we have a special promo code for this our very podcast. If you go to lootcrate.com backslash meltcast, use the promo code meltcast3, and that will get you the promotion that is most current for Loot Crate. Check it out, lootcrate.com. Everyone and welcome to Meltcast 3.0. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Thank said- you um, uh, for joining us. Uh, my name is Derek. I'm Aristotle. I'm Nathaniel Osoyo. Nathaniel is joining us again. Special Because um, he's brought us a very special Shadow People um, surprise that we've uh, finally seen in action again and now a little bit more tweaked than kind of what we saw before. Right. This is the the new book, The Shadow People Are Here, which is going to be available online real soon and uh, at the uh, Riverside Art Museum. Uh, It's actually available now over there. And uh, we have a signing release uh, uh, all around fun time at the Art Walk this Thursday at the Art Museum. And we'll talk about that more later on. October sixth. Yeah. Um, but in the most pressing, I think, because we kind of went over what we were going to be talking about shortly, okay. the most pressing uh, thing to get out of the way first is why our very own Mr. Aristotle Acevedo was extremely late. Was I wasn't gonna like be an asshole and be like he was late. I was gonna be no. like, why are you injured for the I, eyes that cannot I, uh, witness? I, yeah, he's he's limping. There's green pus everywhere, every, uh, it's oozing out of every orifice. It's quite uh, awful. I saw Blink One Eighty Two last night, and the night before that too. So uh, two nights of Blink. two nights in a row. The first night was unexpected. A friend Blink texted me two nights on. Damn. Nice, thank you. Nice. Shit. <laughs> uh, a friend texted me earlier in the week and said, hey, I have an extra ticket. Do you want to go? Uh, my natural instinct was to immediately say yes. But I was going the next night, so I said, if there's someone else that you can think of that wants to go, that isn't going, invite them. And then suddenly you were in the car on the way over there. Yeah. like I, I said that to him when we were on the way, and he said, oh, thanks for letting me know now. No. Uh, <laughs> y- yeah, he was like, no, there's... Yeah, like no one. Yeah, you were you were the guy. Yeah, and so I went. It was great. It was in seats. Last night I went with Desiree. Uh, We were in the pit. It was still a great concert, but a day to remember opened for them. 
everyone familiar, Day to Remember is a pretty hardcore pop punk band. They're a mix of those two genres. Uh, and Blink-182 has been playing on, on K-Rock for years. Yeah. So it was a yep. pretty diverse crowd of people that absolutely did not expect what was up for them when a day to remember started playing. <laughs> uh, the, uh, it's not like there, I remember I was standing with Desiree before they started and there was a little, like a little girl, little girl with her mom and dad standing there. Uh, and I, like, ah, I hope they'll be okay. Like I, I want to <laughs> warn them, but we're a pretty good distance away. They're probably like, I'm sure we'll be fine here in the pit. Yeah. Cause <laughs> you, uh, you know, all of these teenagers seem like, Upright citizens. Blink-182 isn't that kind of band, but a day to remember is absolutely that kind of band. Yeah. And so... Uh, you had, like, this genuine concern for the safety of this little girl. Yeah. And Desiree said that she did see them fall over. Wow. Like, the family fell uh, over together because they had their phones out uh, and not, <laughs> you know, And not being parents? <laughs> uh, being parents, but... Because they were there pictures, with her. They were taking pictures of their kid falling over. Exactly. And then okay, they fell Chelsea, over. Okay, Chelsea, smile! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> But I was in the pit, uh, in the mosh pit of the pit, uh, and there was beer all over the floor, uh, and their first song is a great song, second song is an even heavier song, uh, which I love. I love that song. But Which one? Uh, what song is this? It's called, uh, I made, I think it's called I'm Made of Wax, I'm Made of Wax, Larry, What Are You Made Of? Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's it's hard to remember because I don't know is it Larry's made of wax or are mm-hmm. you made of or I'm made of wax? What is Larry? Something like that. I like that, that you I have just to... a periphery knowledge. It's like uh, it's not important. It's Either Larry Wax and Larry. We're all, all <laughs> We're all wax waxy and, and there is a Larry present. Isn't but... there a waxy Larry in all of us? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I got pushed on my ass on the ground, fell hard. Uh, you know, on my wrist, got up, fell again, forward, fell forward this time <laughs> on my knee. You just got up too and fast, wrist. and then yeah. So, um, like when you were telling the story to uh, Chris, which Chris wanted to join, but because there is this like um, ebb and flow of responsibility of like, do I come up for a little bit and let the other person I'm working with here? Like, watch the store, or do I... He's being a good employee and uh, resisted the urge to come talk with us. Uh, but when you were talking about it with him, I like how there was a measure of, like, how was the night going based on, like, how much beer was already on the ground? You're like, yeah, the oh, beer yeah. was already there feel, when we when we arrived and it's, on it's, the ground oh, yeah, as a hazard. Man. Because when I saw them the night before in Irvine, which was... Not I did not ex- I didn't know it was going to be in Irvine. That's a far drive. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, and we got there even earlier than we did last night. So for the first band, we saw plenty of people full blown drunk, like ready to yeah. like, be taken out of there. I was kind of <laughs> surprised, it, a little off put. Like that's you really blew your load real fast. Uh, and um, and then did you? Um, did you enjoy it as much from the seats, or was it was the pit yeah. great until you like just both? Yeah, because okay. uh, then you you know you enjoy from the seats. I get to see everything that's happening in the pit. I get to feel everything that's happening. Yeah, uh, Chris made it sound like he's like I'm. I'm never gonna do seats again because he went with Eddie, right? Yeah, he went with Eddie, but they were in seats. Okay, because he's like, yeah, I'm not. I'm just not a. He's like the 
illusion if there's like tons of people if there's not tons of people feels completely different when you're like in the pit like yeah. just a few people make it feel like a bigger experience because he said when he was in the seats he was like i'm noticing where like people aren't sitting yeah you yeah. know what i mean how there's not as many people there as like it kind of feels and he was just like then i'm just watching kind of like desiree was i watched that family fall and it takes <laughs> on a completely like different experience but you yeah. enjoyed it from the seats too yeah yeah uh travis barker is an amazing drummer yeah, uh, that was great. To- also, the something that really took me by surprise as a cool thing, but I wasn't sure if I loved it. Uh, was the first night didn't happen last night, but on Thursday night uh, they like end their set in a very like uh, ambiguous way. Like mm-hmm. they end the song, they don't yeah. say like good night, LA or whatever. They just leave, and the stage goes black. Is this Blink or is this Blink One Eighty Two? Now, now I'm moving to Blink-182. I mm-hmm. fell to a day to remember. Yeah. Um, so on Thursday night, they did that. Everyone started chanting one more song. I wasn't sure, like, is it time to chant one more song? And then Travis Barker comes out and does a set with Steve Aoki. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. That is rad. Cool. Like, huh. That is a weird surprise that was completely out of nowhere. How were what they did, together? What, yeah, what, did, what was Steve doing? Uh, he was DJing. It was like, remember oh, Trav and DJ AM? Yeah. It was like that kind of thing. Uh, and it was uh, for like four songs. It was pretty quick. Do they do anything That's where bad. like he mm-hmm. plays like a sample? Or like he plays like on his drums and then Aoki like plays... Like he records it and plays it back. Yeah, and... like a like a pedal for a guitar. Do they, uh, did they do any of that stuff? No, not that I oh, know of. Okay. But when he came out, That'd the first cool. thing that he remixed was Bored to Death, which okay. is Blink-182's new song. Nice. Uh, now, I, okay, so Tommy DeLong's out of the picture, right? Out of the picture. Okay. So did that... Did, did you feel slighted or were you like, yeah, this is for the better? Uh... That's a complex question because I, I <laughs> why uh, with my periphery knowledge it's of not Blink really 182, Blink, it's not I really was... Blink 183, but it's not really <laughs> Blink 182 because I mean Tom has a very distinct voice mm-hmm. that cannot Word. be replaced. Mm-hmm. Matt Skiba definitely doesn't replace Tom's voice, but I love Matt Skiba and Alkaline Trio, and I love Alkaline Trio, so that sounds like a pretty cool mix. Yeah, uh, on paper. And it is, it was fun to watch, but it is slightly different. But it was still, it was still high quality on stage. Yeah, it okay. was still quality. So it's a, it's a different thing, but it's still good. Yeah, cool. So it, yeah, it sounds like you were like, I do miss old Blink, but I'm also really enjoying this experience yeah, right I, now before I, me. I did buy their new album, and I like the new album a lot. Yeah, cool, very nice. Uh, and then as a last little cherry on top, so you are actually in like a wrist brace. We haven't oh, said that. It yeah. wasn't just like, a, oh, I fell on my ass. Like no, I strained my wrist. Uh, my tailbone hurts, but they were like, yeah, that's fine. Something, <laughs> something else of note was, uh, so I fell after the second song. I was only planning to be there for the first two songs because I knew what they were going to play. So mm-hmm. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like, uh-huh. just because I don't go to many shows, I imagine there's like, the beer is served in plastic cups just plastic because this cups, happens. No okay, so yeah. no, so no glass or no. Oh no, no. Okay, I mean, I guess it's. Well, I'm no, just concerned yeah. for you, is all. Yeah, no, I've, it's all plastic cups. Cool. Yeah. Uh, um, so I, I was only planning for the first two songs, right. so naturally I fell during the second song. Went, got ice, so standing in the back for the rest. Yeah. 
he didn't do this the night before, but then the singer of A Day to Remember comes out in one of those big plastic balls and rolls out into the audience. Oh, really? He <laughs> rolls right towards me and to my left. I'm like, I can't. And he's like, catch right, me. So I, I had to like push up and that just made it so much worse on my wrist. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and he was like, this is your moment. And you were like, no. Yeah. Like I went to the first aid and I'm like, oh, do you want us to take he, you to the hospital? Like, no, no, I don't. Like, I don't want to leave. But, you know, is there any? They gave me an ice pack. Mm. <laughs> uh, and so then I was standing there with Desiree during Blink-182, like protecting my arm. Just trying to like be protective. So did you move to? Did you move to the like safe part of the pit? No, like we, is there we a... moved in for Blink One Eighty Two as far as we can go. There okay. wasn't as big or as much of pits for Blink One Eighty Two as there was for a day to remember. Okay, but interesting. That leads to the other thing that I wanted to bring up of why my shoulder hurts. <laughs> so I was standing behind Desiree, mm-hmm. being the protective uh, guard or whatever, and there was a a little mosh pit behind me, and during, towards the end of their set, I feel something just fucking punch right into the back, into my back. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's, I mean, it hurt, but I knew what I'm getting into. Other people are right. clearly annoyed by what's happening, but I, I've done this plenty of times. It's fine. Uh, and then when I look back, it wasn't that anybody hit me with their fist or their elbow. A girl behind me that was going crazy s- smashed her nose into my back and was bleeding. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was like, oh, God. What the oh, fuck? Going, going crazy in like a just moshing sense? Uh, just like in a like fun, got... jumping, kind of drunk kind of way. And, yeah. and she, she was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. But uh, she was bleeding and just stayed for the rest of it. But she said she was fine. Wow. So. And did you, do you have her blood like still on your jacket or whatever concert it was just attire? A shirt. I don't think so. No. But it was a black shirt, so I don't, I don't mm. even know. Oh man, I thought that was kind of funny. You, you it sounds painful. You data remember fans are down. You yeah, are down as hell. That was during Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, that okay. was like uh, it was a lot more jumping than it was, quote unquote, mosh pit. She just so like, why did you only want to do two? Because uh, the first two songs are two songs that I really love. Like I was fine. Oh, with, okay. Like, mm. Because oh, and because Desiree does not like it. I remember. I like. Oh, okay. Remember. Mm. So she was just like, "I'm gonna be in the back. I'll wait." For Got you it. There. That's a considerate gentleman over here moshing to the. Yeah, two I was songs just thinking. Of, I was just watching like Desiree just standing with not even a person like touching her because you're creating such a bubble and absorbing all the blows. For her to just be like, mm, it's nice and balmy and breezy here in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty quiet night. <laughs> uh, okay, well that that sounds like a very good story. How long how long do you have to have this thing on for? Uh, they said as long as it hurts, oh. like it's just wear it, ice it. Pretty. And the the frustrating part was was I I was there all day waiting, and it was a like waiting room. Now you see the doctor, mm-hmm. waiting room again. Now we'll talk to a nurse. Waiting room again. Now we're going to oh, take your x-ray. The American healthcare together. system, yeah, like, man. at its finest. And after all that, they gave me this, which when I got home last night, I said, we should just go to Rite Aid and get one of those, like, no risk support things. Yeah. <laughs> that'll just be fine, right? And sure enough, after all those hours, that's what they give me. Wow. <laughs> that's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but... Well, I'm glad that um, also yeah. your tailbone is, like, oh, yeah, they were, like pretty okay. Um, well, cool. My last week was 
um, being in Washington, in the state of Washington, yes. which was quite the experience. It was Washington's always been a place that I've wanted to visit, Washington and Oregon both, basically just the Pacific Northwest. And I have to say my first experience there was pretty freaking awesome. Um, and this, I couldn't have, I don't think I really could have guessed the state had I tried, like what the feel of it was like, what the people were like, what the topography and everything. It, it just like all kind of like mildly took me by surprise. So for instance, we went into Seattle mm. um, and we went and grabbed drinks. Uh, we basically just looked at like a BuzzFeed, like 21 things to do in a city. Cool. And, um, cool. and so uh, there was enough things uh, to, to do there. We went to a university where um, I'm sure it was like um, Seattle university or something, whatever the main campus is not far from the city of um, Seattle and um, there was like – it was steps away from the campus, like the traditional like feel of a campus. Here's the lawn. Here's like some monuments. Here's some uh, collegiate-looking buildings. It was steps away from that. And in this bar, there was like just dozen – a dozen like uh, – mostly guys. I think there might have been a girl. Um, but just in like woodland camo. Whoa. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just so, it's so, there's such a frontiersman feel to the whole state, but camo all, as in like the green and brown and black camo? Like, oh, woods, like the brown, woods, the brown, the brown, foliage, yeah. foliage. Like, yeah. So, so like hunting, not mm-hmm. so much like, right. I'm in the Marines, like, not like uh, that, you know? So for hunting. And yeah, they were just like a stone's throw from the university. And it was just interesting because at least where I'm from, those two social circles don't mix too much. Like, you might get someone in sort of, like, farmer overalls uh, <laughs> just because, like, corn's not far from the University of Iowa. But, the band, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. yeah no, uh, Slipknot is uh, Iowa's pride <laughs> oh, and joy. Yeah. Um, everyone tells me. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was just – it was interesting. And then when we were at the state fair um, – the uh my partner in crime or more par- partner in justice um Colton my friend who plays uh Flash and some of the other <laughs> characters he basically he was like yeah last week when we were here there were a lot of Trump supporters here oh. whoa yeah and in i was Washington? sort of well yeah but he, i think he was uh, by a, by a lot i think he meant hey i found some in the wild so i don't <laughs> know that i don't know that there was actually like like yeah. lots of them but i also could see how like a state fair would probably be where they would come out because whoever's being like sort of a nationalist, mm, you know, yeah, I'm sure yeah. on the state level they're they're they have some sort of pride of that. But I've then, seen I've seen them at like art festivals, like they'll have a whoa. booth vending like shirts. just proud Trump people. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They, like not being hostile because it's still like an arts group, right? But, like it's still they just it's want... still a little tense. It's a little ominous. Uh-huh. You're like, whoa, you're, you guys are even here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, but was... what's what's interesting was. Um, we we were sat – so the event was basically – I haven't said it actually a lot. I was dressed up as Green Lantern for those of you that remember from the <laughs> previous episode. Um, and this is the longest stretch that I've done like back-to-back-to-back uh, to back to back days. Of. Usually it's like one event day, fly in, have a night, then the event, then fly out the next day. Um, so like three-day venture. This was like six days of being suited up as a character. Wow. Yeah, so it was, 
it was the experience that like I was hoping for, but I know uh, other people of the just <laughs> of the Justice League are kind of like, yeah, Batman. Batman gets sent everywhere. You know what I mean? So he's sure. kind of like. He's, I'm sure he's still happy, but um, yeah, for for GL, this was a lot of exposure, and it works. It honestly works really well with Flash because those two are so cavalier. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that, like, as an actor, if you have to adopt the persona of Batman, you, you are like in a character for like eight hours. Same with Superman, because you kind of have to be this like very like good, yeah, boy good scout. Boy Scout, and watch <clears throat> and just watch yourself. You can't like have. Too much fun, don't, almost. Don't smoke then a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, news. and then, Wonder Woman's a similar sort of like she has to be the diplomatic warrior, like Queen of Themyscira. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so, but Flash and Green Lantern could do whatever because they're just the Cavalier <laughs> that's too. The character. Yeah, so it made for a really fun time, and um, and our the staff at the fair was really nice. The fair itself was like set up in a very clean way, very organized. Um, and what's funny is obviously it's fair, so there's tons of fair food. Mm. Um, but Flash and I, because we have to fit into a suit, we weren't eating too much of the deep fried stuff. I got ice cream, like, and he got like a cookie or something. But uh, we we mostly would just go to like the supermarket, grab just like a pre made salad, which I ate before I did this podcast, like a pre made salad. Nice. Um, but and then so when we went to the beer garden. This is gonna this is gonna start unraveling into a story you're like, what? And like it's gonna beg like three questions to everything that I answer. But basically, we went into the beer garden. This older lesbian couple. Whoa, stop right there. <laughs> no, go on. I'm sorry. I was just gonna That that yeah. weren't a couple themselves. They were just a pairing of older lesbians. <laughs> they weren't a couple. They made sure to preface that. <laughs> they made sure to preface they're like, just so you know, we're not like together, but we are lesbians. And you introduced them in the story like that because that's how yeah. you so that's Yeah. That but funny. so so anyway that that's kinda like how they introduced themselves to us. But they the real way that they had an icebreaker was like, Now what are you two boys doing? Looking as handsome as you are, eating salads here at the state fair where everyone's eating deep fat fried food. And we you like guys, clearly you guys are not in costume. At this no, we're point. not. Okay, we're not. Okay. We're 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 changed out. And we're like sweaty from uh, wearing clothes underneath there. Um, so yeah, but we're just eating that and like clearly looking like we don't fit in. So they were just like taken by us like straight away. They they thought that we were great, and um, basically. They were like, "What? What are you two doing here?" We said that we were performers. We were like, "Come, come look at what we're doing in the tent." And they were surprised by how, like, enamored everyone was with us. Like, it is a pretty interesting feeling to be like such a such a um, figure of like admiration. But that's not me. That's just the character. You know what I mean? So it's like an outpour of people being like, you're my favorite. Ah! It's sort of like a, how did I earn this thing? Um, but they came and they were like, wow, this group, this whole tent of people are just like, like psyched to see us. And they, they, they had no idea. Cause they were like, they were like, we don't have TV. We don't, they had no clue oh, what was wow. going on. So it was like a shock for them. And then they saw us with like kids and like, the, the thing is, is like, w- we can't be too like, hi, we're heroes with like kids or it's like, it's a little too impersonal. Right. So the, um, the companies that be like Warner brothers, DC and, and the third party of milestone, they, um, they actually appreciate when we 
don't necessarily worry about being a hero, but like make the kids like excited, come down. So a lot of times we'll like drop down to a knee and like and take hugs, you know, whenever the kids. And it was surprising. That's why I was also like, wow, this state is is such a loving state because all the kids were like just wanting to give like a hug before they left. I was like, wow, That's okay. Nice. Um, but then, so the two lesbian um, women that were awesome um, were like, wow, that is so cool, you two. Can you do a video for our kids? Can we feed you later? Can you just be in our lives a little longer while you're still here? And so we were like, sure. And then it, then, then we went to their household when nice. when we were in Washington. So it was just so you, a crazy, like... So you made friends. Yeah, we, we made friends. And then, and then you sort of saw how, like... They were so open to welcoming us when we clearly, like, otherwise we would have just been in our hotel, um, either working out or just, like, honestly just sleeping. I was just like, there's not much else to do here. Um, And so when we were there, it was like an eclectic group of people. And there was, like, a woman there that was a shaman. Whoa. And another that was, like, a Reiki healer. And it was just, like, a lot of the discussion was about, like, energy and spirituality and like it almost awoken something in me like without like getting too dramatic about it but yeah. it really did was like it was something that was i i almost felt like i heard snoke be like <laughs> there has been an awakening have you felt it <laughs> like i was like i was like yeah you're right there is an awakening awakening there's something going on here um but there was like a this story just keeps going but there was like the reiki healer was basically telling me she's like i'm i'm reading something from your chakras your chakras are actually really balanced but there's a different there's a chakra that i've noticed that there's a tear in it i was like i didn't know chakras could tear and so <laughs> she told me about how like i knew about the seven chakra the main like Roy G. Biv, like the, all the all the colors of of the rainbow. I'll accept this as truth. Yes, um, and uh, you know, but that just real on. quick. Yeah, sure. It's uh, it's so weird because maybe it's just me. I don't know if this is for for whatever reason I would have thought this. I always imagine chakras as crystals. Really? Yeah, like in my like chakras. I I don't know. Just know hearing it's the not word, like yeah. a physical thing, but yeah. I always imagine them being crystals. So hearing them, hearing about them tear. Uh, well, that's uh, changes everything. Th- that's interesting because because <laughs> how do you feel being wrong? You put crystals yeah. on a chakra, so maybe that's where what? you're you put to like heal them. Like oh. I've had that done to me before by somebody who was like, "I do this. I'm trying to get like people to do testimonials about how it helped them. Can I do that with you?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm all, all right. for that stuff." As soon as somebody's like, "I'm kind of like spiritual. Can I like be spiritual with you?" I'm like, "Yes, let's do it." Um, just because cool. it fascinates me. And so she was telling me about this tear in my chakra. And and I knew about the root chakra, which is essentially the taint. It's the most <laughs> bottom part of you. It's the most bottom part. And it's like the tether to uh, this world, this present like existence. Oh, but what weird. I didn't know is that there's a chakra beneath that, which is the ancestral chakra, the root to your ancestors. And knowing that... And she was like, yeah, I have to say you're, you are much more balanced than most people that I meet, but I am seeing this tear. And what that means is like, if you think of a chakra, it's actually like a portal. 
almost on you. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, and who knows, maybe a shaman right now is listening and is like, no, no, it's not quite that. But how I've had it explained <laughs> to me is it's like a yin and yang. It's a spinning. It's spinning. And it's um, they're at like major nerve points on our body, like moving down and up. Um, and they spin yin and yang, but then there's also a seal, as as this Reiki healer explained explained to me. And she said, yeah, I'm, I'm sensing a tear. And I went, well, that's interesting because my dad um, is adopted. So if we're talking about my ancestors, I have no clue. Um, and then my mom um, knew of her biological father, but once her stepdad came into the picture, he basically was like, I will pay you money to just disappear. I don't want to see you in this household. Wow. I'm I'm the figurehead now. Go away. And uh, my biological grandfather on my mom's side uh, just was like, fine, and left. And so she really doesn't have too much beyond her own mom's lineage. Right. So like if, if we're talking about a tree that splinters off into four, two for my dad and two for my mom, I only really had one, like – thing to go off of um that was your mom's mom yeah exactly wow. and so so i i said that to her and she's like yeah there's there's a reason that like this is being brought up to you this has been a long stemming thing but like that's the only thing that i'm seeing right now and i like got a sense of that and it was it was the quickest that i got to like to me it doesn't like emotionally affect me but it is kind of person personal oh, in a way yeah. you know what i mean that's it's like your... Yeah, so so she like honed in on it straight away. That's kind of why I was like, maybe maybe there's something to whatever she's talking about. Mm-hmm. And so then I kind of shared that experience with my, my mom. She's like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go on Ancestry.com. And so there's like a two-week period mm-hmm. that I then – it was almost addictive going back um, through. And, and I could only do my mom's side because I was really the only thing. And I found out a little bit about – um, her biological dad, but it only it stopped at like one step basically. Um, but but that was almost just like fun and to keep the excitement of like a focused, concentrated effort towards like making a step towards figuring out who my ancestors could be or things like that. And um, actually, all it really did was um, excite my mom to the point where she had found documents that had gone lost for years. Like we had in possession what my dad's biological name was when he was given up for adoption and they went missing and they had been missing for years. And my mom took two days of searching the house top to bottom to see if they were in the house because they really, they were like, we didn't take them anywhere. So they have to be somewhere in this house. And my mom found them. Mm. And then the search then started about now I have a name to go off of. So it was just this weird, like, because <laughs> because I went to Washington dressed as Green Lantern yeah, and was eating salad and met a very nice pairing of lesbians that didn't, weren't <laughs> intimate with each other, and, and they happened to be healers, I then then documents were found that were long lost. And so now I know my dad's name, and uh, it's a very common name. It's Eschian uh, or Eschian. No, Eishan. 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 It's for Minnesota. For all the people <laughs> that are listening oh, okay. in Minnesota, uh, I think we're about to find out we're family. But it's E I S C. Last name? H E N. Yeah. 
Aishin. Because I was say that's not a pretty and, common first name. <laughs> right, right, right. I know. Well, well, yes. Okay, the, I I should rewind. When I looked up the 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 like the last name. Yeah, there's so many in Minnesota. That's, and it's wow. it's Luxembourgian. Um, and it was actually easy to find. I basically took his name, which is Joseph John Aishin. Uh, that's the the biological name, and there JJ. was yeah JJ Aishin, and uh, basically there was somebody that came up, and we were kind of like maybe this could be his grandfather. So I was trying to do stuff, but it really is going to take me actually petitioning to have uh, my to the, the the current judge that has the documents that are basically sealed that say who the people were that gave up my dad, my biological grandparents. Um, their names be revealed. I guess, and there has to be that step so that um, if we are, if we seem a little too hostile or anything like that, the judge won't just be like, yeah, go find them and take out your hostility on (laughs) these people if they're still alive. But my mom has like said pretty frequently, if it was the case that they were too young to have your dad, they -hmm. could be alive today. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So, that's so. That's the next step. Is I'm going to basically be petitioning. Um, oh wow! You're uh, writing you're a letter. Like, writing totally a letter. Pursuing it's not, this. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. To to try and get that ancestral um, tear in my chakra sealed. It's, it's so insane. I know. Like, um, nuts, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's like sparked sparked quite a bit. That's, that's pretty a, cool. That is a good trip. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a very small detail, but I. I know what you mean by like the common thing, even though it doesn't sound common. I once looked up on Facebook, like I wonder, like I wonder how many Aristotles are on Facebook, and if you look it up, there are pages and pages of Aristotles. Really? Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's hard to tell if they're fake names or not. Mm-hmm. You can kind oh, of that's right, because he is a, he is a historical Facebook. figure. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. That's right. But it's like, oh, I mean, Derek Vandermillen is common enough that like. I am the very first thing that com- is uncommon enough that I am the first thing that comes up in Google, which nice. is kind of like it's a lot of responsibility. No, it's like it's <laughs> it's it. I don't. It's it's cool to you know have. I I can't imagine there's that many Aristotle Acevedo's though. Yeah, right? that, no. I just I just looked Aristotle just because I wanted to see gotcha. about the first name. I I I am the first Nathaniel Osoyo that will come up on Google. Nice. Um, and that's just because I don't think I post a lot online, but I post enough to where like that's that's yeah. the case. Yeah, beats out everyone else. Right, right, right. But uh, it's it's not like anybody's really googling Nathaniel Soil. That's it's r- probably literally just me. Yeah. So like when like and when somebody says, "Hey, give me a link to your work," it's almost easier to just Google that as opposed to like look up my mm, own website. Yeah. Um, but on that same note of looking up names on Facebook, Osoyo is not a common name. No, at I all. can't say I've met too many. Right, and yeah. and when I looked that up, like when I was in college, like I like that's when I found like MySpace, Facebook, everything, and I was I started looking up like, hey, like I wonder how many Osoyos there are, and there were a few, not not too many because like that's when like Facebook was first coming on the scene, and right. so like I was like adding them, I was like, whoa, like like <laughs> I was just adding them just because our names were the same, and like I would add them, and then like. Uh, slowly but surely other people were doing the same thing wherever they were and they were adding me yeah and um and like i started getting messages from some people and i'm like i don't even know you guys and i started unfriending people yeah <laughs> i was like i was like it's cool it was cool being a facebook friend for a minute but until they started posting me at trump 
and support. <laughs> no, I, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, yeah. Well, things. this seems like so I purged myself of that that interesting story, maybe. Um, and Wait. now we just mentioned Uh-oh. Trump. I think we said his name three times, which means he's there gonna, he is. He's uh-huh. going to turn into Beetlejuice. Um, we but we had great Beetlejuice. The, the, <laughs> I'm gonna be you. I don't care what anyone says. Okay, okay. I would ask be, everybody. My, everybody knows I'm gonna be great Beetlejuice. Listen, listen, Michael Keaton. Uh, not the best bad man. Christian Bale could probably kick his ass. Okay, uh, but I would be a much better Beetlejuice. That I am sure. That I am sure. I would have great stamina as Beetlejuice. I, I my temperament as, as Beetlejuice would be would be the best. Um, we haven't. Everybody knows. We haven't. Uh, we haven't had an episode where we talked about post debate. I mean, well, I mean, the, the we talk spiritual. We might as well talk political, <laughs> political. for a second. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it was easier earlier on in the whole candidacy. Oh yeah, run? now because it's like, there were so many options. Now, now it's, it's just, just all, like talking for talking's so sake. Almost, yeah, yeah. it's mm. yeah. I mean, it it really was sad. Like I didn't feel good afterwards. I didn't. Wa- I didn't. I feel bad I, saying I, I didn't watch it. Like I, I saw all clips, but I was like, I don't. Yeah, I feel bad. I, I, wa- gonna, I watched gonna, it. This isn't going to convince me to change my mind. I watched it. It um, sounds like an interesting it. reality show. And the thing, like, yes, that's it. It's it's, it's, it's funny because almost anything that happens, like socio political, I want. I just can't. It's like it's almost sad. It's like sad, and I don't think it's their fault. But I go to South Park. <laughs> straight away i just like i'm like i'm That's like I, I, I feel something in inside and i go i want south park to be like i you're not alone like we all feel <laughs> the same way and like south park has been very like That's it's it's there that's fair i think last time we talked about south park and i always want to watch it but i don't I only have Netflix, so I had, uh, in between last time I saw you, I had gone to my mom's house, and it was playing, so I watched as much as I could. I'll let you borrow my cool. Hulu. And, uh, I'll let you borrow our Hulu. There's a, there's a, have you guys ever been to the Paley Center for Media? Mm-mm. Which is no. essentially a TV museum in, in West LA? No. Um, go there right now, because there is a South Park exhibit there, and it's I, pretty great. Yes. It's pretty great. Really? Yes. Where's it at? Um... It, I want to say it's on Beverly. I could be wrong, but it's mm. it's the Paley Center for Media, P A L E Y, and um, they have all kinds of like uh, uh, like press conferences there. Like that's where that's where like lots of TV show TV casts go to promote different things. And, okay. Like, right now they're promoting uh, uh, South Park because it's their oh, that's cool. Their yes. twenty twentieth 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 season or twenty twentieth season. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I know. It's like nuts. That's, that's so nuts. So have, cool. They have some of the original frames of the original artwork from the show, that's like from amazing. from the from uh, some of the like uh, shots. And it's it's like you always hear those stories. Like the first ones were just construction paper, paper. and you're like you're like okay, but there's probably still something a little more to that. And you look it at it, it's just construction, construction paper. <laughs> it's just that's crazy. It's a kids project, and you look at it, and you're like, oh, that's <laughs> making so much money for these guys and the so Mormon. Cool. So like it led to so much from like that. Like image from construction paper. from that collage <laughs> yeah. of construction paper is really interesting. Shows, I mean, and they just like. So I'm sorry, uh, South Park. No, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm just thinking from like truly humble beginnings. You know what I mean? Yeah. To to what they've grown into, that is like something to aspire to in mm-hmm. a way. But yeah, they're they <laughs> they they made me they. 
like Randy basically in the most recent episode is is actually pro uh, turd sandwich, which I can't. I can't. <laughs> Did they bring those back? For yeah, this? they they made it. They made it back to That's basically funny. highlight we're in the same fucking right. predicament right. that we were oh, that's in. So good. And so they God brought damn. those back, and I can't remember if it was a, if it was <laughs> a direct. Yeah, I don't remember if it was a direct um, correlation of like Bush was the douche and uh, Al Gore was the turd sandwich, or or uh, John Kerry was the turd sandwich. Back when they originally did it, oh, but um, this is a very clear. Um, Mister Garrison mm-hmm. is Trump, basically, and uh-huh. I kind of like that they don't because Trump doesn't need to be a character, like yeah, show. depicted the way that Caitlyn right, Jenner right. actually is, <laughs> or or maybe not by <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner's like standards. I, That's not actually how Caitlyn. But but the episode yeah, episode I watched was uh, stunning Kanye, and brave. No, well. I don't, when, Kanye, when Kanye comes back and uh, he oh. keeps saying like, "My girlfriend Kim, my wife Kim is not a hobbit," just because <laughs> she has big feet, furry feet, it lives in a hole. Hold on, hey, hey Kim, you're not a hobbit, right? You, got, you gotta tell me if you're a hobbit. Like, yeah, bitch, are you in the hobbit? <laughs> um, but yeah, they they basically um, the Garrison has been saying, "I'm just gonna fuck them all to death. I'm gonna fuck them all to death." That's my plan. I'm going to fuck them all to death. And then basically he goes, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I walked into this just saying things, and now I'm about to become oh my God. president. I don't know what I'm doing. And everyone like eats it up. Everyone's like, oh, my God, he's so honest he's, and he's things so like that. He's so real. And, he tells it and like what's, it is. what's sad is like, I, w- I won't elect this guy. I won't do it. I won't cast a vote for him. But – it is so palpable right now in our country to have someone say, this is how inept government is right now. He, he's, he's basically pointing to how no one knows how to spend money in the government. That's why we're in debt right now. And I don't believe that he knows how to either. Yeah, yeah. I think that his whole platform is he's told he, he, has, he knows the flaws of of government enough to point at them in a more uh pointed focus than we do if like we're forgiving the flaws of government just so the boat isn't too rocked he's pointing at them do i think he's fit to lead the country absolutely not and like if anyone's like extrapolating like wait a minute is this but it's like (laughs) it, it the reason i bring it up is because in the episode randy goes oh my god i think i'm starting to feel for this guy because he's basically like i hate all of you I hate every single one of you, and I'm not fit for an ed- uh, government. And the joke is that Randy like buys it, kind of. Like he goes, <laughs> so he's like, like I'm gonna vote for you. Yeah, wait a minute. I can like, maybe, to that. yeah, I can relate to like how honest oh, he's being. That's depressing. And I don't think yeah. that Trump is being honest. I think just what's being exposed is how like much government is just failing right now. But also. They're making sure that some of the responsibilities on us right now, because I don't know if you've heard about remember berries is the new trope of the, but basically there's this fruit that, um, they're called remember berries and the voices are just like, Oh my God, remember Tatooine? Oh yeah. I love Tatooine. Um, and and they this just is, like this is South the Park. fruit, this is South- yeah, okay. yeah. And All it's right. like, ooh, ooh, remember Ghostbusters? Yeah, I remember. Like everyone's taking it like a drug. Right. I think that's. I, I think it's pointing as much failing as the government has 
like done. Like, and we're we are at a point where it's like painfully obvious how much bureaucracy is failing us, how much um, uh, big money going towards government is failing us, and not actually jailing people who really do illegal things instead of jailing people that just have marijuana on them. Uh, that's like a failure, but there's also a failure on our part. And when we start to get nostalgic and we start to like live too much in like a, uh, in a, in a point where we're not actually present with what's going on and what like could actually be happening. Cause we're kind of like, yeah, but I just want to remember like good times. So let me just sit here in my nostalgia. Mm-hmm. That's when you get like people who are like, yeah, the eighties were great. Reagan was great. <laughs> Let's a uh, what? Let's a re- elect Trump. Um, so it was like kind of blame being, like let's 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 call it what it is. Like there's a lot, a lot to be blamed basically for what the why he's why he has the platform he does and that yeah. And so my basic synopsis of that first debate was every like it is it is kind of funny because the media was like oh clearly this was a, a huge victory for. Hillary Clinton, and I, and then I, he plays that crooked media card exactly so hard. I, he does. Yeah. Like, he does. My mic is which broken. Have ever been paranoid that which like, is a double edged sword yeah. because it's like I do believe that. Yeah, I do I mean, believe there's a reason why they're trying to push that. Could it be because they don't want a freaking like tiny hand dictator <laughs> to like be in the office? Maybe, uh, but. It, it was it, like I just felt gross afterwards. I didn't feel optimistic. It was not 2008 where I was like, "Oh man, maybe like this could happen." Like maybe like whatever the whatever like hope was being said, people were excited. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, dude, what? Whichever way it comes out, the only thing is, I mean, I got I got asked when I was at, in Washington is like, "Well, how are you actually gonna vote though?" And I'm still. I, I was like, oh, I'm undecided. But that's a month away. That's not far. Yeah. I don't no, know. for sure. That's November. It's the beginning of October My, right now. So beginning of November is next month. Yeah. I, I hate to, like, throw this out there uh, because people should vote however they want to vote. Mm-hmm. But Obama was elected the first time. I was happy with I was proud of that. Because mm-hmm. I believe, I don't remember if I was old enough. Yeah, I was old enough to vote. To vote Obama. Yeah. Second time around, I thought, Obama's got this in the bag, though I'm feeling Green Party right now. So I voted Green Party. And then I remember... It was just kind of close. Yeah, it was fucking close. And yeah. I remember watching thinking like, oh my God, what did I do? I yeah. fucked up. Really I don't uh, even remember who he was running against. Who neither do Romney. I. Oh, Mitt Romney. 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 And I remember right. like, it was super close. I thought, oh my God, I fucked up so hard. <laughs> and uh, that's <laughs> like, you yeah. so guilt. now well, this time I, around, I'm like, nope, I, I don't want to make that mistake again. I, I think yeah. what's... I'm going to go pretty hard yeah. on this one. I think what's becoming clear to me is that as much as I wanted third party, the the thing is, all the candidates don't. I don't want to say they all suck because I, I would like, I would <laughs> like, a turd I would, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I would like, I would like Jill Stein to. I was wanting to live in the world where I could vote Jill Stein, but I don't mm. like. I don't. I don't know what message is going to be. I really just don't know what message is going to be said. 
by my voting for her because she has less of a chance of Gary Johnson, and he's like tanking his campaign right now. Hey, I heard some bad stuff. Yeah, and and I know that like okay, this is also wrapped up in the media, but I just yeah, I I he's been he's been around, and I I haven't immediately resonated with him, and I've been trying to listen to them all, and I think it's because he's also not worth like. It just feels like a lot of people not worthy, and the thing that I feel like what I'm when I kind of envision the future, I feel like I could vote for Hillary, and and then publicly be like I don't like her. You know what I mean? Well, I, yeah, that's that's I, totally. That's, we're we're that's, in America. You have you yeah, have yeah, that I've, right. That's yeah, your freedom exactly. Of speech. Yeah. So, but that's and that's that's if like she doesn't like hold up her end of. The, I just feel like yeah, I f- because nobody's... we're a month away. I feel like even though it it's like a bittersweet like feeling, I think it's it's it it could be the case that I that I see where it goes, and then just whenever I feel like nope, this is not you said you were going to do this. A number of people. We're trying to build a platform where something would actually happen. You kind of took a few of their ideas. I'm look. I'm thinking of Bernie at the moment, right? And you said you were going to do it. I'm making it very clear. You said you were going to do it because I didn't want a dictator voted in. You know, mm-hmm. a very just tiny hand, thin skinned <laughs> man is so, is where I'm at. And the only reason right. I'm taking time to right now to say it on the podcast is because. It's so close. It surprised me how not far away it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, right around the corner. You are... This... It's so nice to, like, have... um, Like, I keep seeing the the expression brought up or the the experience... The saying brought up that, like, like people can't have a conversation about... uh, With with differing opinions opinions and and viewpoints uh, without somebody saying, like, oh, you're a terrible person and I'm unfriending you. Yeah, no. Fuck off, get out of here, whatever. Like, so it, it's it, I think it's really really good that we can have this conversation, and uh, I feel like there was so much credit uh, given to to the idea uh, of that like Trump might actually be talking about um, like something tangible, like mm-hmm. like hey, like the system the system is crooked. Like if he says that. Like well, yeah, it probably is. Like it's been it's been built on like uh, like a couple hundred years of of this country, and like it's been developed in a way where like you uh, like only a specific amount of people will succeed. But also, you being where you are, um, this being the tiny hand dictator, mm-hmm. um, you are also part of that system. So you saying it's crooked is really not saying much because yeah. you're still part of it. Yeah. And the reason the reason why I think it feels. It feels more legit when he says it is because he isn't he I do I would say he's an insider. I mean he's going to the same things that Clinton is, but he's not he's not you know what I mean? There's so many pictures of just them together at social outings, like him and Hillary, that it he is an insider too, right. but with his own like self interest. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know what I mean? So it's like I believe that he could point to more specific problems than a politician's going to but i don't believe there's any plan and he's not going to he's not going to do anything so that i think the the only reason i'm saying this now is cuz that's you were like keying into why this is like palpable mm-hmm. like at our current stage is because 
what he was doing just felt a little more specific than what we already knew. You know what I mean? Like we know to a degree that it's a little bit corrupt. Right. Well, a, a little bit, a lot. It's it's yeah. it's there. Um, he he. I haven't actually spoken to anyone who 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 um, who sees him as that kind of character. Yeah. Um, and the character being that like almost that like like he's he's trying to convince everyone like hey like the system is broken guys we gotta we gotta fix all this mm-hmm. but like he also uh much at least to me and again this is just my opinion um they like he comes off way more than that he comes off just as a guy who will say whatever he yeah. needs to say in that room and yeah. so he's he's playing this character i didn't like honestly i didn't even re- see that character until until you brought him up right now mm-hmm. like oh like he like he he's actually like playing like an underdog character to some people and i'm yeah. just like i that flew way over my head super fast and it was just all i see is this dude saying whatever he needs to say in that room at that time yeah to and to, then later saying i didn't say that and and then flipping <laughs> yeah. flipping the script whenever he can just like oh yes yeah. he's a salesman he's like that's his that's his i'm good at business it's like i'm gonna do whatever i need to do to get what i want at this moment and then when it doesn't serve me anymore i'm gonna flip the script the the most blatant example of that was um He's now just come out and said, I do think President Obama was born right, in right. this. And then blamed oh it on Hillary. Yeah. And blamed yeah. it on her. Said, well, really the seeds go back to Hillary. Right. And then... And, uh, uh, and that was the whole... And I don't know I don't know how Obama could have handled this differently. But there was... There was... There was... The, the fact that he was even responding a little bit to, to Trumpy... Tiny hands mm-hmm. um, was what started to give legitimacy to him. The fact that now in this age with Twitter, he can just get an a mass of people being like, "Yeah, yeah, I don't think he was born in this country either." And and I don't know, like I can't say like Obama bit down, but like it was the first example of like some public figure just being. Well, maybe it's not. Maybe a historian will be like, "Actually, this shit happens all the time." But mm. he, it was a public figure being like. Hey, our president is not this. We better see something, something to produce that. And the president being like, "Fine, you know, <laughs> here it is. There you go." And then people, then he could be like, "See what I made the president do," and then it makes him appear like he has influence. So I don't know how that could have been handled differently, but I feel like it was like one of the first steps. That moment, I uh, was him being like, "You're not born here. Not produce papers." I can never not help but make it seem like a boogeyman kind of thing of like yeah. thinking of it too much more than it is. But I I don't follow Trump, but I have gone down the rabbit hole of looking at his tweets mm-hmm. and then look at who's replying to his tweets mm-hmm. and look at yeah. the people who are supporting him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are always full-blown, not hiding, out in the open racists. Yep. Yeah. People that who have like their cover page photo, whatever, like yeah. a swastika. I won't, and, I won't say always. Not not but, always, but, uh, yeah. but there's a often, sig- there's a substantial amount. Yeah. Yes, and I I follow Trump and I follow Ted Cruz and I think I follow Mitt Romney. I haven't seen him tweet in a while, but like I follow them just from like because I'm this shallow. I listened to some podcast and Seth Mc- Seth MacFarlane was on and and somebody was like, "Wait, why do you follow Trump?" He's like, "Well, because you got to know what they're what they're doing." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's, well, that's a really good point." That's a good point, but that I also like. Uh, just today, I recently saw. 
specifically Jonah Ray. I assume it's happening more. It could just be a Jonah Ray thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a series of tweets that are like, uh, dude's so cool. like, okay, it's happened now. We all we were, we were all watching hashtag unfollow Trump because he has a lot of followers right mm-hmm. now, and uh, I feel like it is mostly people watching just to see what he's saying because he's saying a lot of crazy. Well, to shit bring it to bring Twitter. to bring it uh, back to South Park. Where we're yes, left, <laughs> where we're left off um, currently is Cartman um, just had all of his devices destroyed by the rest of the group because like, they're they're under the perception that like phone devices, yeah, oh, like okay. anything that's connected to the internet, just had um, like Kent um, was Kenny even there? Where the fuck has Kenny been? <laughs> this is one. Of those I'm just realizing where Kenny's. Not, where, where has he at been? The beginning? It's yeah. It's been so long. I I thought he. Holy was shit! Dead. I need to know the continuity. Yeah, because didn't I mean? Did it's been die? a long time since I watched, but didn't Cartman drink his ashes? Oh my god! I don't oh, even know now. Now I need like to go milk. Now I need to. Now I need to go back. Remember or imagine that someone's happening at some someone's season. at home's like, how are you bringing up South Park and you don't even know that Come Kenny's on. like gone? But you don't anyway, know the entire canon. But, yeah, but but um, Kenny uh, aside, uh, Cartman, Token, Stan, uh, Kyle—they all destroy Cartman's things because they think that he is um, the. Uh, person that's on the message boards, the school message boards, that's trolling all the girls, and it's actually <laughs> oh, Kyle's dad. Oh, it's actually Kyle's that's dad. The worst. So, so then um, they're like, "Hey, Cartman, do you want to go out in the woods where no one will hear us and play Counter Strike all night?" And then he's like, "Oh, sweet, yeah, guys, come on!" And then, um, and then uh, he's like so pumped, and and they're just like, "Yeah, yeah, just a little further, just a little further." And they're like, "Where?" Is- What's the Wi-Fi, guys? What's the Wi-Fi? And then they just, like, destroy all of his devices. And the thing is, is, like, I'm seeing more and more... It's funny that I'm observing this on the internet. I'm seeing more and more people do essays about why Instagram is the worst thing ever. Why Twitter is the worst thing ever. South Park's being like, let's have a character have his devices destroyed and then be like, what's their storyline after that? You know what I mean? It is, I feel like I'm, like, I, I almost wonder, I, I kind of, like, am playing with this, like, future where my kids ask me, like, oh, my God, I, like, what was it like during the social media age? You know what I mean? <laughs> you can look it up. It, like, it's a, a, a thing of the history. Damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because uh, I wonder how long, how long Facebook's going to be relevant in our eyes. Right. Are we always going to need a profile online? Are we always going to need a Twitter to connect us the easiest way to like figureheads, figures in pop culture. It's it's a interesting It's not gonna it's not gonna be Twitter in, in like a few years. It's gonna be something. There's gonna be like that, yeah, is that, it, that is connection it, is not going away. Yeah. Is it, there's still gonna be some kind of tether. Yeah. Is it is it gonna be like a MySpace thing? Like will Facebook will, will will Facebook <laughs> and Instagram go the way of MySpace? Because it is interesting. Everything in cycles. I mm. think they are lasting longer than oh, MySpace de- definitely. did, but like by a, a significant margin for sure. And and Facebook is um, well, like leadership at MySpace changed at some point, and then mm-hmm. uh, Facebook is is more or less used by. Um, largely most people on the planet but still it's it, mm-hmm. it's an older crowd right uh and um 
uh, lots of adopters of Snapchat and Instagram are significantly younger. So like they're right. They're either going to be transitioning down to that or something else and lights yeah. are going off. Like Kimmy, uh, Kimmy once was here. Kimmy has been on, I think she's been on here. Has once, she not once? Yeah. Um, and she, she works here and, uh, she was like, I don't use Facebook. Facebook's for old people. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. And there, there <laughs> really it is. Took you. And, and honestly, Snapchat, I think, is one of the dumbest apps that I've seen. <laughs> it is honestly... I wouldn't say dumb, but it is is—it is something like that I've had a hard time the, latching the, into. The whole experience is hold out your phone and make dumb faces with people. Or just make... It, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll stop like trying to put like a, like a judgment on it. Okay. It's hold up, put your phone out and watch how filters can be applied to your face uh, there, there are people like I've seen people do. This is my workout regimen. You know what I mean? Like, here's my snap story, and think it just. I don't. I feel like Snapchat might be the newer thing, and there might be a generation that's like, oh yeah, Snapchat's and all this. I feel like it's gonna go extinct almost before Facebook. Totally, totally possible. Um, I'm no experts. Yeah. Uh, this could be a good segue. Do it. I agree. Do it. But I do think, as much as I dislike Snapchat, I will admit it is a. Uh, but you're on the Insta Snaps too. I'm on Insta. Yeah, I am on Insta Snap. Mm. They don't have those crazy filters, which is what I'm trying to like get out. Oh, okay. Like what? Carry what on, are they? On. Because they're they're pretty advanced. It's a pretty advanced level of technology yeah. and how well it's those to just scan those, your face, to scan your and face, then, yeah. and then adapt your face to whatever it's yeah, doing. Face it, recognition it works really well. Reality. Yeah, uh, it's an impressive piece of technology. So to be putting you were, in people's hands. you. I think you're I think almost you're almost saying, what is the greater use for? Yeah, something there like is that? something there to it. I don't think Snapchat is quite the thing, but there's a lot of interesting things that could be done with that for sure. I think we're like so close to stepping down into the social engineering mm. rabbit hole that is for a latter episode. <laughs> <laughs> and and probably better suited for somebody who can take us deeper into the rabbit hole when the time comes that we have to go down that. But yeah, it is it is an interesting thing cuz I have deleted Snapchat. I even deleted Reddit because it just felt like Reddit is an actual news source that I feel like, and there's like communities. I've seen my roommate use it, but for me, it was just too much a distraction. It was just a way where I was like, how did an hour just go by? <laughs> I was just watching the news feed yep. of that. So yeah, and now believe it or not, I'm reading more books like Amazing. Alan Moore's Jerusalem, which just came out. And that's so compact that I'm just going to say it now before we even like talk about books because it's like, it is a really cool, like, uh, thank God, like, Alan Moore, like, just put out something that is, like, of significant substance now that I can read. What is it, though? Because I'm, I'm still... only to I'm only through the prologue, so there's, I know there's people it's that... It's a long book. It is a long book. It's <laughs> long. It's, like, 12,000, or not 12,000, 1,200 pages, maybe a little more. Wow. Um, not comic. Not comic. Oh, all, it's all a, words. This is a book. All words. Yeah. Oh, book, 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 book. Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, through the prologue, and what's interesting is like, it's like I'm telling you, man. Like, there's almost something I'm being told. It was the whole prologue is like a sort of like is almost what Grant is the thesis of what Grant said. So I'd I'd be interested to be like, 
Yeah, it, like hear Alan Moore be like, he stole that from me too. Um, but basically, um, ba- oh, is Chris coming in? Oh, oh my god. Hi, Chris. Is you gonna, you gonna join? Guest. What's that? You gonna join? I'm gonna join. I'm gonna join. Okay, we're talking about Jerusalem. Have you I'm thumbed through that podcast. at all? What's that? Have you I'm thumbed here. through Jerusalem at all? Uh, no. Okay, so, so the prologue is basically if you're looking for. I mean, this is what I took from it. Alan Moore, I'm sure you can take a lot of things from it. If you look for magic, if you look for connections, if you look for things that are not, that, that could maybe not be of this world or this existence or what we all like think and feel about it, um, that you'll find there's, the connections are like that's what magic is it's like what grant told us mm-hmm. about just listen to the universe and the universe answers answers back mm-hmm. basically so the whole thing is like the two main character the main character um is like a young girl going through northampton in england and it's a kind of gothic and grim place but she's like they they're talking about these things the angles and i almost I was I was thinking like what if this is like fourth dimensional angles or things like that but it's basically like they talk about a street where there's a bend and you can keep following it and it leads you like to a different place each time it was it's it's a it's basically setting you up for like look for magic in your own life you guys keep passing around sorry, these books. I'm looking sorry, at Nathaniel's new book. I'm excited. Sorry. No one cares about Alan Moore's Jerusalem. That book. Whoa, you could stop whoa, a door with that whoa. book. That book is a doorstop. He's saying well, we this for... saying it's dense. Uh, where are all these rocks coming I mean, from? I, I am interested to know what it is because I, I wasn't sure if it was like a story or... It's... Okay. Like here's, Alan Moore's take on the Bible? Well, I mean, you could argue that there's some biblical mm-hmm. like... I mean, you, it's called Jerusalem. It's, like you'd, it's Alan you'd Moore. have to expect it could go that anywhere. Yeah. But or... there, it's also like playing with this idea of like fiction bleeding into reality. Mm. So Buffalo Bill, I think, from Silence of the Lambs, he's a character that's going to show up. Whoa, two. Mm. So it's yeah, it's it's basically taking a very real thing that he knows, which is Northampton, and letting fiction like ebb and flow between it so um why are you throwing shade at jerusalem dude who cares about alan moore you um, are just doing that for effect <laughs> i'm not uh, for effect you just roll in you're gonna be like i'm gonna be johnny badass of the group <laughs> look i we know that you guys are all super nerds and i have to bring you back down to size on more is garbage no i'm just kidding yeah, you, a lot of respect here. For have you read Lost Girls? Because huh? I have it. Yeah. Tell me about it. Lost Girls. So I do. I want it so bad. It's just such a thick book that's so expensive. It is. Do you I know thick. good things? Do you know thick. what? I, I know what it is. Oh, okay. I just haven't read it. There's like full page splashes of vaginas. Yeah, some splashes mm. going on. I was on. joking. I didn't know. No, no, no. There are. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, Snow White's and I don't. Some no, of the no, fairy tale it's, females. Yeah, it's it's um it's Wendy from Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, and Dorothy. From uh, Wizard of Oz. Dorothy. From my dreams. Oh, I mean the book. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, read Jerusalem. And, uh, yeah. Read Jerusalem. 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 Um, for, for nerdy news, 
I know that um, because you told me while you I were did. while you were taking a shit in I the did. bathroom yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Justice League has has uh, wrapped in London, but they're not done yet with they the, should be like in, yeah, you don't yeah, need yeah, a film okay, yeah, they okay. don't need a film okay, anymore cool. like, <laughs> fuck Elmore fuck Justice fuck League <laughs> this is how I really feel these are my real at, opinions at the um, at the same time you and I did do a collective like how good is fucking Superman yeah the new Superman comic is awesome it's so good it's really really good uh, it, Tomasi and like, Gleason uh, like Grant Morrison good no 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 the new new uh, not new 52 DC Rebirth Batman has been like awesome yeah wait Batman Batman Superman Superman Superman's oh. been great. Yeah. Superman's been really, really good. Yeah, and it's and it's funny because it it's it, Superman Returns had like a super kid in it, and yeah. like everyone's like, "Oh, that's lame. This movie sucks." For like other reasons too, like he never <laughs> he never threw a punch. But um, oh my god, like he never threw a punch <laughs> in that movie. Um, there is no action in that. None, movie. Yeah, it's very it's little. such a love letter to uh, Christopher Reeve that it didn't have any actual narrative. Um, but that concept just made well. Like mm-hmm. Superboy, his son with Lois Lane, and him imparting like wisdom onto his son. But then also like that movie was such a love letter to to Christopher Reeve. It Alan had no Moore legs. Sucks. What's it had no legs? Oh, oh god! god. Sorry, I was thinking about that. I was. Gonna... You're like, how do I play with this? Sorry, I interrupted that just to get back to that joke. Wow. R.I.P. But anyway, uh, yeah, respect. <laughs> Which, real quick, I just with all due respect. Yeah. Remember Christopher Reeve South Park episode? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just gonna. We've been talking about South Park. Oh, okay. okay. South Park. Oh, and Trump. Man. We did um, South Park. But, we did the debate. But yeah, uh, Trump. Yeah. So, Oh yeah, and then spiritual, it, yeah. spiritual ancestral roots, spiritual like, Washington trips. Oh, oh, and we were gonna talk about Pottermore. Oh, yeah. fuck Pottermore, fuck Pottermore, Jesus and the Protonuses. Christ. Quit, quit yelling into the mic. <laughs> this no, fuck Pottermore. <laughs> okay, go on. Don't. I'm the badass you, of this group. You lowered fuck, my mic. Fuck, oh, well, fuck the, Pottermore. Why? He's the wild card. People Why love you lowered his, my in your mic. face attitude? But, just us here. Are you actually lowering it or lowering okay, yeah, your I lowered, I lowered my headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The Patronus thing is shit because I went on there and I was super excited. Like, it's what? the most broken it's part gonna give of me it. The, it's going to give me a Patronus. That's awesome. Like, that's, and it was a And what did it give you? What so did it give you? It gave me... At the end of it, it was like, it's going to give me something cool. Like a bear or like a wolf or a bat. It Armadillo. gave me a fucking vole. Do you know what a vole is? <laughs> no. It's like a it's like a it's like a mouse mole. It gave me a, a and it's on the an screen it was rodent. mocking me just like scurrying around in midair. <laughs> but to be fair, I think anyone sitting at home right now can just picture a mole with your voice like an animated <laughs> Sure. Like just as someone comes in, hey, fuck all you guys. Yeah, like with the mole. Fuck out of more. I'm just a mole. I can't see I, shit right now. I'm taking like, a shit here on the shitter. Justice League Two just wrapped. You guys uh, are just running on around, me. and his bowl is like bumping into the walls, <laughs> and you can't see. It was, I was really mad. How many questions is it? It's like five questions, but they're yeah, really, for the Patronus, they're, it's not that dumb, number they're one. dumbass questions much, because yeah. like you're the whole thing is like you're walking through the dark forest. Look. Every, and they're asking you questions throughout the dark forest. How many forest. options? How, one how of the much do you two. Love Volts? One of the questions was pick one over or under. That was yeah. one of the questions. You they, over, and they over, make you. They, it's the only portion that's timed. The sorting hat doesn't time you, but this times you. It's like quick. You got to figure out. You got to do this. 
Which makes sense because the Patronus, like, you got to think about something happy quick. I was so mad. My Patronus would be a bear because I'm going to I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm going to write to the pre- yeah. presidents but of Patronuses. Harry Potter is fake. So. <laughs> what? Whoa, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this a, is this a podcast about comic books and, and <laughs> world that are fake? And... It's never about, like, oh, man. He's, uh, you know, I'm not the Superman I want to be. Do you want to tell everyone how you hurt your wrist? You're I already did. Yeah. Okay. How you yeah, fell yeah, on your yeah, ass yeah, and, yeah. and sprained your wrist? And you yes. fought You went to the ER. I was ready to fucking break my you arm went off. urgent care <laughs> this for today, a sprained wrist. For so, so you're... I sprained my wrist on the daily at night. Oh, come on. Before I go to bed. God on the nightly. Jeez. Yeah. No wonder you're it's a bull. Vigorous, no wonder you're a bull. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very rigorous. Um, but I think they're improving things, even though after two different versions of Pottermore, where I was Gryffindor, this third time I was sorted in Hufflepuff. I'm Hufflepuff, too. But I think it's because I've been hanging out with Hufflepuffs that like wore off on me. I'm a little less brave and a little more congenial. Don't fucking shake your head. No, I, I don't... I've don't care to do any of the Pottermore really? stuff. Really? Come people, on, dude. People you are constantly telling me, like, no, you're a Hufflepuff. You're a Hufflepuff. Yeah. I could see how you'd be a Slytherin, too, <laughs> Most creative yeah. types are Hufflepuffs. I feel like a Slytherin. Most nice people are Ravenclaw. Hufflepuffs. No, you have to be but smart to be know. Ravenclaw. You, you have to be, like, thrusting it in everyone's face smart to be a Ravenclaw. Mm. I don't think okay. that's you. You, you don't thrust. You don't but thrust. I, could see, I, <laughs> I could see you being Slytherin. You gave up thrusting yeah. long Just because you have an edge that they do, too. I... They, and, yeah. it, and Slytherin's not a bad thing. Their whole like focus is is um, cunning. Malfoy is cunning. So cunning. I see you as being a cunning. Slytherin guy. are really good at cunning. Don't do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know you guys were missing this. My, my Patronus is a, my Patronus is a Newfoundland. What is that? Like a happy what? puppy. Oh, I thought that. I was think like, it's like Ron's. Like, a, like it went to like a place. Yeah, like Newfoundland. No, you are a I'm, country. No, I'm, I'm a dog. Is this, I want to know how many animals are in. This. Yeah, it feels like it wouldn't be that wide <laughs> of a vole, menagerie. Vole is pretty pretty random. You know what I yeah, wanted? Though? Why the fuck would you put a vole in there? <laughs> that sounds cool though. That's obscure enough. Clearly, so, you are a creature of the night. I wanted so. I wanted a hummingbird. Like whenever I first thought of a Patronus, like this is so cool. I wanted like a hummingbird. Um, but I did just think of like this tiny, almost dart like thing, just. Fucking up Dementors, just like zipping around <laughs> like at like the speed them, of light. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Just like whenever somebody's like charging with their giant rhino, Hummingbird has already like fucked up the entire like Dementor populace. Yeah. I thought that that would That's be really a cool, cool Patronus. Cool have you guys and it would on, be mine. This is changing the subject a little bit. Have you been on the ride, the Harry Potter ride? Uh, no. Yes. I'm kind of waiting for them to like get all of it done before it's, I go it's not to all it. Done. It's yeah. pretty solid. It's no, there's they the, they want to knock out an entire part. I, I went to the I went to the one in in uh, Florida, Harry Potter Town cool. or Harry Potter, Harry Potter Town. Town. Harry Potter World. <laughs> that's what they call it. That's, that's Harry the Potter Town. Name. Step Harry on Potter the World. bus to Harry Potter Town <laughs> and uh, see all the rules you want. The entrance to that ride is fucking amazing. Yeah, because you go you go through the castle, you yes. see the stairs, you see the portraits, everything's moving. Yeah, and it's, yeah like you're you're really like transport. It feels like very magical. Cool, same. cool. It's very cool. But you liked it? Yeah, yeah, it was good. I, 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 I go, go for it, go for it. I like the idea, but it gave me a, a pretty awful headache. Oh, what? Did I was one of those guys. I've never. So been you're not that guy. You're not big it, on the roller coasters. Well, generally, no. Yeah, okay. I'm not. But it. Uh, I don't know. I felt like it was a combination of the glasses, the yeah. screen, and the quick 
there's, moves. There's so much going on in that ride because you're wearing those 3D glasses. There are multiple screens that you look at. You're being spun and shaken, and then there's animatronics coming at you, and there's smoke, and like they mix so many contemporary special effects with old school special mm-hmm. effects to give really? this crazy uh, experience. And like I, I went on it kind of reluctantly, honestly, and afterwards I was like, that was a pretty fucking great ride. Yeah, it, it is awesome. The the thing that like the, the first thing I said when I got like, out so, of it, though, so I'm not surprised that you had a headache because there's yeah. so much multi sensory stuff going on. Yeah, it like I sat down for a good while. Uh, <laughs> but, um, My Patronus is I, all fucked up. I mean, not that, <laughs> I can't think of anything happy right now. Uh, not that it would have been. Uh, Hi, Holly. Hi. It's Holly. Um, do we turn the air off? You guys gonna do that? We can do that. We can do. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yes. yes. There's four of us. We'll remember. The AC is, everything is on. Everything's yes. good? <laughs> yeah, everything's fine. Cool. cool. Uh, not that it would have been hard to... Bye, Holly. Bye, Holly. Uh, I assume lots of kids thought this, but I always wanted, the moment I watched Harry Potter, I wanted there to be a Quidditch ride. Like, that will make yeah. for the greatest ride. Yeah. And there's a part where you're in the, the Quidditch oh, yeah, arena, yeah. and I was yeah. like, I knew it. I fucking knew it. This is such a good part of <laughs> oh, this yeah. ride. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's the whole thing. Like, that's like a part of the ride. Like, yeah. in part of the ride, you're fighting Dementors, and in part of the ride, uh, the kids at the school are cheering for you. Uh, it, it's it's pretty nuts. So, Fantastic Beasts, you said it's out already? It's out It's out this weekend, I believe. Fantastic Beasts is out this weekend? I was told. Is in the weekend that we are currently recording or the weekend? The weekend that, that we're coming. currently in today, oh. October first. Oh, okay. Thank you. I feel so completely unaware of yeah, the world. Um, I I'm I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Um, that's good. That's I'm, the I'm not Oh come on. <laughs> I'm not sorry, that's not gonna say it to be <laughs> subversive. You just bring said, up a thing. You just said Harry Potter's so it. awesome and now <laughs> you're that's not Harry Potter though. That's the world. No no no. Curse Child True. is not True. Harry Potter. I didn't read this Curse Child. Is, I didn't read Curse Child. This is okay, well if, across the board, like diehard Harry Potter fans, I'm like, it's really good fan fiction. <laughs> like no one is like <laughs> I enjoyed this. I'm not a Harry Potter purist, but I don't like I only like the movies and those books. I don't really need anything unless they put a Which is almost they, everything. Unless they put a that's, wizarding school in Mexico. It kind that's of not it, that's not in fucking Brazil. Well, hang on. It's I mean it's getting to that point because uh, the North American houses, uh, uh, what is it, Ilvermany, um, Morney, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, is is the houses that you can get sorted into. I'm a Thunderbird. I am a Thunderbird as well. Look at us. And it sounds like the coolest thing. It's named by Chadwick Boot after his favorite magical beast, the Thunderbird, a beast that can create storms as it flies, Zapdos. Thunderbird House is sometimes considered to be represent the soul of a witch or wizard. It is also said that Thunderbird favors adventurers. Want to go on an adventure, dude? Let's go. All right. What's the adventure going to be? Choose your adventure. Uh, Danger dogs. Pokemon trip to Santa Monica. Let's go. Let's go. On the backs of danger dogs. Uh, I hatched a Lapras. <laughs> oh, yeah. You hatched a Lapras? I hatched they a Lapras. Egg? So mad. Nice. Yeah. We were at Santa Monica on Wednesday, and and I was walking in. I was like, this 10 eggs about to hatch. 10 meter eggs about to hatch. And uh, it, it was. It went. The, my screen went, oh, and the eggs started hatching. Yes, I like, know how they like, hatch. Shut the fuck <laughs> This is, uh, I was like, this is going to hatch. It's going to be like a fucking onyx or something. Because I've hatched two onyxes no, but from earlier the night you onyx. said I'm going to hatch my fucking lapras. Yeah, tonight. I was really hoping. And then I, and then like, oh, it was so magical. <laughs> it hatched and I shoved it in Aristotle's face and it was one of the best you know, moments. You know, what I I saw, you know what I saw um, come up when I was in Washington? A Taurus. Oh, oh they fine, had, yeah, we had yeah, those yeah. here. 
Well, we have, but, well <laughs> way to make me feel special. <laughs> we just, uh, we just like killed each other's bus. Sorry, um, sorry guys. Uh, fact checking right here. Yes. I'm researching just because everybody questioned it, and it looks like the release date is November. 18th, That's why I thought. So I'm not going to be. Harry Potter movies tomorrow. usually come out in November. November yeah. 18. Uh, okay, but that that brings up another thing. I was talking to my friend who I went to uh, the first night of Blink with. Yes, uh, he is a huge Halloween dude. Uh, since I've known him, he's made um, mazes at his house. Wow! You know, like cool. Man, sixth we used to grade. Do that. that was so fun. And yeah, it like I uh, I enjoy October, but I'm not like I'm like sure. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, he for years worked at Universal Horror Nights. Nice. He was one of those guys that scared people. Uh, he's not doing it anymore, but he's talking about how he's going. And I said, "Oh, have you been to Harry Potter World?" He said, "No, but I heard that they're closing it." Like, not down, but, like, it's not available to go to during Horror Nights. Oh, trip out. Because, like, J.K. Rowling was like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't want that shit in there. Really? Yeah, and I was like, well, that makes just sense. put more pumpkins. No, that... Put more pumpkins. <laughs> Make it more fun. No, I think it's probably open the day, but not Maybe. at night. I don't know. That seems like she probably a... probably just doesn't a... want fucking douchebags scaring people inside, because well, that's all that those kind of nights are. Yeah. So yeah. weird people in masks. <laughs> I mean, it's people. a fun it's a fun time, but I could see how like she's just like don't contaminate my property with like your garbage with yeah right. other other know, but stuff. I, I was like just that's kind of lame. One more pumpkin shit I'm, in there. Sure. What the what? <laughs> yeah, like I don't understand why I'm, you would I'm sure those your thing. Like like yeah. still you still have your thing there, but like yeah, but parts. that's separate from. It's probably harder to. Mm, if there's not if there's nothing going on there, and maybe it's harder for security or workers to like have a control on people over there or maybe they just don't want to deal maybe. with having it's also like there. there's like plenty of theme like, parks that have that have like cordoned off halloween sections and even like though, scare sections okay mm. but the whole point is like to scare you although you're right all the crowd that goes there is like an adult crowd that's like try and fuck with me dude you know what i mean like that's sort of like on the scare other side me. too like, the, actually, the people that try and scare people are terrible people usually y- yeah whoa whoa, whoa. Y- don't tell me about well, huh? No, I'm talking <laughs> about you. But um, the, yeah, I could see how like the whole point is for like kids escapism. Even though the the theme of the books by the end is pretty fucking dark, um, I could see how it just not. Yeah, I could see how she'd put the kibosh on that for sure. Um, what what came out this week that you enjoyed in terms of books? Uh, what did I read this week? I read Snot Girl. <laughs> Snot Girl's been getting better. Snot what? Girl? But that's about it. What? I asked you about Snot Girl. That was before I read like the third issue. The Volt. Okay. I still have those issues in my in my box. I just don't want them. Um, uh, but last week, did you, did you get to have a milk cast last week? No. no. I, well, that that was something I was wanted to talk about. I was in too. Washington. I'm very sorry, Nathaniel. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah, you were, me too, Nathaniel. We tried to make it work. Really you did. were in Washington. We <laughs> were totally fine. working on it, and then I got sick last week. We're here now, uh, and the week before that, sprained my foot. This is not. This is not. Just, we really you just need to yeah. stop injuring yourself. <laughs> You're falling terrible. apart. I falling apart at the seams. Uh, Some girl just breaks run. her nose on your back. Like People this is are, just yeah. your oh, magnet, yeah, I didn't oh, magnet for injury. This is a superpower. You need some girl broke her nose on your back. I didn't break her nose, but she fucked her shit up on my back. I was so. It was so cra- technical. It's such a different experience. Different experience uh, sitting in the seats above a pit because you could just see like everyone like pushing each other. There were a couple of times I was like, "Holy shit!" There are some people in there and you get knocked the fuck out because it was a lot of slipping. They were pushing sliding. girls. Yeah, they were pushing other people down. They wouldn't help them up. Like I was like, "What the fuck?" That's like, why, well, like I didn't want. I wasn't so. 
I don't know. When I when I said they've been playing K Rock for years and they've it was a pretty diverse crowd in that pit. Uh and when I saw you guys earlier, it was, it was people that don't know how to have never been in a mosh pit and people that are professional in a mosh pit and it was a weird <laughs> like mashing of those people. Are there uh, professionals in mosh pits? Not professionals, but there's an etiquette to it. There's an etiquette. Like I don't and, do it unless don't do it unless well, it's a, the appropriate song. The appropriate song, but also when you see somebody fall, you pick them, them up. Which yep. which I got, but you're and also you like know, very I'm tired. Caring, I'm man. tired of all this swinging shit. Like swinging your fist. Like you think you control it as much as you can. That's fine, but you're gonna hit someone. You can't control everyone else that's around you. That's moving around you. Be in the middle if you're gonna be doing. This. Yeah, yeah, be in the fucking middle. You know, I had to say this. For I don't know podcast. why people like. Why would you? Yeah, why would you swing you? Like yeah. what is uh, it? Well, you it's, been, it's, put it's yourself a, in their those shoes. Are, those why are heavier shows. That we're talking about. That's not. A, I saw people. Not a do, I saw people doing it. A date to remember or Blink One Eighty Two. I didn't remember because they ain't gonna do that. Blink One Eighty Two. No, they, Blink One Eighty Two kind of sucked. How dare you, sir? They they kind of did. Look, I paid eight dollars for those tickets. <laughs> I wanted them to be good. <laughs> they were fine. Airsoft was like, oh, my hand fucking hurts for them. Okay. Well, it was for well I do not remember. agree with what you say. I would defend to the death. Dana Remember was awesome. Dana Remember always when he, he. I don't know. Did you tell him that the Jerry McKinnon, the lead singer of Dana Remember? Came out in a plastic ball, well, yeah. and <clears throat> walked on the crowd. It was I me- pretty. I mentioned insane. that he because <laughs> I went, I hurt my hand, got an ice pack, came back, and he did that. Aristotle was doing his best. My, you went to get an ice Atlas. pack. I got an ice pack. It fucking hurt. It was awful yesterday, uh, but he did that. And my the only thing, the only thing <laughs> I could do at me. For the he came right that... to me. Was like hold him up, and that made it way fucking worse. For the people that can't see, Chris just gave everybody else in the room like, can you believe this guy getting an ice pack? Look. Yeah. Look at this guy. So, I'm hardcore. I go to shows all the time. Yeah, because it was bad. My wrist. I got there and they asked, you know, do you want to go to the hospital? So I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not trying to leave. I just, you know, I want something. I'm like, oh, we can give you an ass back. <laughs> can I sign you? Look at what. <laughs> Damn it. Every, every time we have beer in here, I, I drop it. <laughs> but it was empty, so. It was empty. And you didn't have any time. either. But yeah. No. I know. I didn't it's not complete uh, until a bottle can has I, Can I sign your cast? It's not a cast. Do you have to return it? Oh, I was going to say, yeah. So I can sign it? Don't sign it. What the what? fuck? Man. There's no to sign on there. I kind of got stuck. There's like, nowhere to sign on there? Look, you can you literally know, sign You know, you can't be the first to sign it. Why can't I be the first Because Desiree has to be the first. Then once she does, everyone else will. Desiree's just going to draw a I dick on it. That That's all Desiree's going to do. Etiquette. <laughs> you, you are so grown up. You're a big boy. I am. Look, <laughs> Desiree would totally draw, draw a dick on there. Want to see some naked dudes. That's why I built this pool. That's one of their brand new songs. Yeah, same. <laughs> Nothing. Is that Blink? Yes, yeah. Blink. That's one of... It, 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 <laughs> okay. It, 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 literally, it literally goes like this. I want to see some naked dudes. That's why I built this pool. And that's it. That's the song. My thing, I think my mic went off. I think my mic went off. It's just your headphones. <laughs> it's just your my headphones? headphones? Oh. Yeah. Everyone can hear you. Anyway, I have to go. Um, so I just wanted to come up here. A little, for you a have to bit. go. I have to go. Who's gonna lock this place? Okay, Aristotle knows how to lock, don't you? I don't. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you do. You I don't. You're early for podcasts. I've forgotten. I, why did I go to Aristotle? You've worked here for so long. That's so funny. Okay, bye guys. No bye. codes change, right? Bye. Man. Don't uh, say it live. I'm not write gonna, it down. The I, code I, is. I, I know it. Yeah, cool. The code yeah. is bananas. Bananas. Yeah. All right. Good seeing you guys. Hey, you guys, what's this? I was gonna say, do you want to write it down? Like, but it hasn't oh, changed, no. right? In uh, I think it's changed since no, you it's changed, here. but I I'm have not it. sure if you like have opened. Then how am I gonna close it? I have it. You do? Yeah. 
All right. This is going to be either interesting or terrible. Yeah, I know. Everyone at home's like, hey, it's an, Sounds good. it's an easy target. Loot that place. Yes. Bye, guys. Take it easy, Bye. Man. See you later. Um, okay, so all right. the um, the only thing I re- – do you have a book you want to talk about at all? You were too busy with sprained ass and sprained foot, back, hand. Sprained Not at the time, but I don't – I don't even remember what came out this week. Um, I know since, I pulled stuff. Since uh, a, a good portion of this podcast has been about magic, there was a book that came out, The Casts Offs. Uh, the Cast Offs. <laughs> your cast. Um, by Roar Comics, which I had not seen before. It was Whoa. the very first issue. Um, it's along the same lines as, I would say, Lumberjanes. Um, just make them all witches and wizards. Even though the main... It was, it was interesting. I was like, oh, is this like an all-female like cast um uh, the main the main gr- whoa dude cast off yeah cast off yeah, okay. um uh the main group uh is all girls but there was like guys that would pop in and like provide potions for the girls so but the it, it was it i i think it was n- noteworthy because um uh, a it involves magic, and I'm becoming magical myself. Um, and B uh, becoming a magician. Yes, becoming a mage. Um, uh, oh, and I went to the magic castle. Oh, to follow up from wow! Last. Okay, that? this is a very magical right. episode. Go, continue, um, continue, but yeah, so I'll finish. Uh, it it just started to weave. At first, it's like this book about almost like middle school girls having fights where it's like, that's not what I was saying, but my feelings were, and I was like, Oh my God, I can't read any more of this. And then like, I realized that was an equivalent of us on Twitter and social media talking and not disagreeing and not getting along. And like, eventually when we pass through and realize we're all human beings made of the same material, um, inner spirit and outer body. Um, it was like it was like oh, this lore that they're bringing to it of the of the um, wizards is pretty cool because there was they're telling the ancient history of how um, the mages protected the humans um, and shared their powers. Basically, made it so that you didn't need capital, you didn't need money, you didn't need all that. The the magicians basically provided if we needed rain if we needed whatever um they did that um for the greater good of both magic and non-magic alike but then the non-magic people were upset that they couldn't harness the power of the mages and so they built machines to try and make something that was equivalent to and then that turned into a machine army and then it turned into the quote-unquote surrogates which were these big like beasts that were um, eventually we're taking out non-magic and magic alike. So it starts out as this like lumberjane feeling book that had a lot of like pointless bickering, but then you realize, oh, it has a point to illustrate that we ourselves kind of pointlessly bicker when we should be thinking of the larger picture. And then it turns into this book that has some really cool lore and then um, uh, an interesting kind of quest so uh, check that book out. It's called The Cast Offs. It's a new number one for you to jump in. That caught my eye this week. Nice. Um, also, on a similar note, I think you would really like uh, Doctor Fate. Oh, yes. It's similar to Doctor Strange. 
And it's I, like a DC equivalent, just with more like Egyptian magic. Right. That as, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I think Aristotle should probably be reading this. He's like their response to him, right? Or Dr. Fate is the DC response I don't to... think it was. A, I think, honestly, he came before Dr. Strange. Oh, nice. Um, could be wrong. Could be my like DC bias trying <laughs> to correct that. But uh, there's I'll a, take it as truth. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's the truth because he was. I I want to say he was with uh, Justice Society, and mm. Justice Society predates anything Marvel. Um, so there's a lot of doctors in these. Um, I'm reading uh, Blue Beetle right now, and and they're talking uh, about yes. a pair off uh, a pairing of uh, of Blue Beetle and Doctor Fate that happened, and uh, the way that they illustrate Doctor Fate in Blue Beetle uh, was was particularly cool and felt very Dr. Str- Stephen Strangey. Like hand, uh, hand... Yeah, hand magic fighting. Ma- yeah. And uh, they have the Eye of Ra um, in there uh, that I thought was pretty cool and well done. Um, and yeah, I think Blue Beetle is really cool. Blue Beetle is uh, going to be a character in Injustice 2. And oh. yeah, and uh, he looks really good. Um, all the character designs in Injustice look really good. Um but yeah, I would check out Blue Beetle too if you want to read something. Um, it's it's also another solid title. Um, but then the most solid title of the week, Shadow People. Shadow People are here. Yeah. Yep. This is my new book. This is a kid's book. It's super fun. It is brand spanking new, like a couple weeks ago from the printer. It's mm-hmm. augmented reality. It follows the main character, Reese, who realizes uh, who uh, who's a kid and gets in trouble. And parents say, hey, the shadow people are going to come and get you uh, because you're not behaving. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, shadow people show up. They are cool as hell. <laughs> Reese and the shadow people play and get to know each other. And Reese messes up again, mm-hmm. learns a lesson. There's a lesson for everybody. And that's the shadow people are here. It works with iPhones, works with Androids. It has an augmented reality app. We were playing around with it earlier today. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is my new book. And we talked we talked about it obviously on the show before. Um, but it, we um, there was no uh, gallery that was happening right at right. that time. So now the gallery is the new element right. brought to and- sort of where the book's at, where you're at. And so tell us about the gallery. So um, I have been trying to figure out ways uh, just to to promote the books and just sell them faster. And so I uh, was approached uh, recently by one of my contacts at the Riverside Art Museum, uh, nice, uh, a nice lady named Carolyn Schutten, as who I'm probably mispronouncing her last name. Hmm. Um, but I've worked with her before on different projects, uh, on different art-related projects out in Riverside. And um, she uh, reached out to me and said, hey, would you want to do uh, X at the museum? And I was like, oh, that sounds fun. We we're trying to work that out. And it just, it never happened. And at some point she was like, well, I know you do a lot of augmented reality. Would you want to do something here? And I was like, I was like, hell yes, I would, because I've been trying to uh, uh, figure out a, a new story for the shadow people. And I worked it out. I said, like, hey, I can have a new book done. I want to have a like a kind of an opening at the museum. I want to have a book signing and and we'll do some like talks and tours to show people where uh, the shadow people are in the museum. And so what I've done is I've set up. Uh, a couple of showcases there with uh, some paintings from the book, like some of the original book artwork, um, some of the uh, some of older Shadow People pieces that I have, 
Um, the museum is going to be selling the book. Uh, and I also have uh, shadow people inhabiting the space at the museum. So you can take your smartphone, your tablet, whatever, download the free app Erasma, follow the shadow people account and take it to the museum, the Riverside Art Museum, and essentially go on a scavenger hunt all around the museum finding the shadow people there. So it's a super fun, interactive uh, 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 exhibit, um, work, experience, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's what I have there. And on October 6th, which is this Thursday, um, I'm going to be... That's when the signing and everything is happening. It's coinciding with the Riverside Art Walk, which sees a few thousand people go through the center of town in downtown Riverside. Um, so we're going to see a lot of people. We're going to sell some books and we're going to show them augmented reality art, which you don't see too much of uh, out there. So, so then are there other, besides yourself, like other augmented reality pieces? Um, besides mine, no. Okay. No, no, I was going to say, this sounds like pretty, for you, like a unique. Yes. Um, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> well, like, a, like, a, I mean, like your piece being the most, like, Oh un- yeah, unlike the rest. Right, right. As far yeah. as, as far as aug- augmented reality goes, yeah. it's just it's just a different different kind of art. It's um it's multimedia and it's using your smartphones. But um yeah, it's it's all my work. Um, I put the shadow people on other people's work, so like you can go in and see it interacting that way. So like some uh, <laughs> there's a a a a, a printmaking. Um, space in LA called self-help graphics that's been around for years mm-hmm. so yes. familiar um they are they have a show at the Riverside Art Museum as well that's up right now they're having an, an event the same day and some of those pieces are going to be interactive they don't know it yet but they <laughs> totally are <laughs> interacting with the shadow people it's it's essentially like the ability uh augmented reality gives me the ability to draw mustaches on people's uh <laughs> pictures paintings whatever and not actually touch their work that's awesome. It's a it's real it's, it's a real fun game. It's putting art on art, art on art cool. on art, son. <laughs> and then somebody will put art on top of your art. Oh yeah, yeah. That's oh, and that's, then we just run into an no. It's an endless inception endless thing. matrix, you, yeah. basically. You have to have your phone out, doing the uh, looking at reality, looking at that phone. Else has to oh, put their phone. Man, on top that's of complicated. Their phone. But yeah. I'm super down. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Uh, it's that. Uh, uh, like graffiti. It's not, so it sounded like I mean. They, if you were approached by them, they were like, it sounds like it, like that's always cool to me when somebody is open up to like such a fresh idea. I was like, yeah, oh, do yeah. it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They, they have, um, uh, with, with the different stuff that I've worked on with them and just like, and, and like, I'm just saying me because that's my experience, mm-hmm. but there's the, uh, the Riverside Art Museum has done like a ton of cool, cool things, uh, on that same kind of, uh, in that same kind of arena. They did this project called Art Make, um, a couple years ago and it's, uh, still going. Um, but every year they work with different artists and they have, uh, different artwork related or in specific areas in the, uh, in that in in Riverside in different neighborhoods and so I was part of the first wave of that in 2014 and um, for some reason they thought it was uh, they they decided to uh, back my idea of building uh, giant paper mache statues that could talk essentially cool so like uh, they're essentially like these giant almost like slug looking guys but they were like real cute uh, they had like smiles almost almost kind of like paper mache Adventure Time characters nice. Um, and they each one was holding a cell phone 
and the cell phone had a fully functional number on it, so you could call that number and you could talk to uh, talk to that character, and you could leave a recording, and we would go back and forth and and effectively have a conversation with people that were calling in. And there are videos of it online, and like I can I can share that with you guys and link you to that. Uh, but they're they're super down to try uh, different different things like this. They just did a, a mural project with a, another artist whose name I'm going to ruin, Jeff Guevara, I want to say, but um. Yeah, Riverside Art Museum. A lot of good, a lot of good opportunities. Um, That's yeah. insane. How, uh, I guess, how big were the slugs? Because uh, you um, said big giant slugs, and I imagine uh, they're, they're like, like six feet, six that, feet. Oh my, that's still huge. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's six feet, and like they weren't really slugs. They were like, but that's like the best way I can convey it without actually showing you a picture. But um, mm. we called them the Art Friends. They were named uh, Magdalena for Frida Kahlo. Uh, Vincent for um, Van Gogh and Pablo for Picasso. Nice. So they're all, they all they <laughs> not all... Escobar. No, no, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's like one project that I did with them. But they do they do a ton of other things, um, like like so many other museums. Like they they have uh, something that they do called Off the Wall, which is uh, a show that they do every year with where artists can submit work and they sell it for uh, A, B, or C prices, and then um, half of that gets donated to the museum, half of that the artists can take home. Um, so lots of lots of cool fun projects going on there. Nice, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and. Uh, what time is the signing on this? The signing, uh, everything is going on this Thursday from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the museum. Nice. Yeah, when we're going to be doing, we're gonna, I'm going to take people on tours to show them where everything's hiding. Um, we're going to do the signing. I'm going to talk a little bit about the book. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I feel like it was a full experience, this episode. Oh, it was the, a this is a long a lot of range, white magical range. political, Chris spiritual uh, Chris <laughs> Chris was there. Chris Spiggled popped in. in. Holly popped in. A beer bottle was was knocked over, tipped over yeah. as always. Yeah. Every time it's a it's, it's a goddamn curse. But again, there was no no beer in it. So yeah, so could have been worse. Could have been worse. Well, we uh, wish you best of luck. Thank at the you, event. Yeah. Um, Thanks for letting me come back on and talk of about course. it. Oh, I also want to mention uh last time we made some small talk about uh my wife coming on and I tried I tried getting her to come on and and talk about it because she's very much uh like my uh to use what you said earlier, she's my partner in crime. Like she yeah. she was uh her and her family and my family were all working together making those statues a couple of years ago. And, oh, cool. And she was with me today hanging stuff at the museum. So, like, she puts in a lot of work on this mm. and just just want to make sure she gets credit where credit is due. That's awesome. um, but she got she got real nervous when I was trying to get her on. I was like, <laughs> oh, come on. You should. Like, you should. Yeah. You should come, I, come through. I don't know how often you ask Desiree, but I ask Pauline sometimes. And, like, she's like, I'm so – I'd be uh, – in a British accent, she'd be like, I'm so out of my element, I wouldn't be able to know anything yeah. about it. And it's like, well, we go, we wander in so many different places. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure eventually you're going to be able to chime in about something, but yeah. For sure. There'll be, there'll be some reason that sh- uh, she comes on. You, you, you can just have her like come and just hang out and drink with us. Cool. <laughs> That's cool too. 
It'll be welcome. I really want to. I really want to drag her to one of the meltdown shows because it's ending, and I want. Yeah, us. we didn't. Yeah. We didn't even mention that <sighs> the meltdown show with Jonah and Kumail. With Jonah and Kumail is coming to an end. It was the Bum most skis. like uh, understated like Instagram post that I had seen. Um, yeah, it's coming mm-hmm. to a close. I've been like a fan of that guy since like before I knew who he was. Yeah. Like um, I watched, I used to watch Infomania and I used to watch uh, the cartoon segment on there called uh, Super News, which is essentially just like political satire. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had they had a, se- a real funny segment called uh, Hipsters in Space, which was just like Star Trek, but with hipsters in- superimposed yeah. into all those characters. Um, uh, but like, uh, uh, like, I don't remember when I got when I realized who he was, but at some point uh, he men- he mentions that like he used to write on those shows. I was like, holy shit! Like I w- I was watching those shows yeah. like years ago. That's crazy. That's so cool. You know, when are they officially done? It's like the, uh, do you know the end of this month or? Uh, I want for whatever reason my mind's saying the fourteenth, but I don't know if that's the day. It's it's, it's like only a, a few weeks, right? Wow. Two to three weeks. And that's Wednesdays, right? Yeah. Okay, so I got to make sure. Absolutely. Shit. Come check it out. Yeah. <sighs> cool. Dang. On that note, um, make sure that you come to Meltdown Comics, not just for buying awesome books like Shadow People Are Here um, or seeing a show that is going to be closing soon. Uh, but also, but there are other shows. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, come to the shows, support the shows. Uh, support zines uh, and many many of the uh, different events we have that are basically like celebrate zines and such like zine melt zine melt or hollow zine melt on October 22nd (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh, uh, make sure that you read Jerusalem don't uh, (laughs) don't uh, (laughs) listen to Chris I don't maybe take you a year, but yeah. it'll be worth it. <laughs> Just read a uh, hundred pages every month, and you'll be good. You'll be good. You'll be finished in a year. Uh, thank you for coming to Mailcast 3.0. Have a lovely day, and uh, continue to be a geek and a nerd and uh, like nerdy things like ASMR. As we oh, play God. <laughs> Going down the ASMR. Thank Later, you. guys. Bye. hey thanks for picking us up like us on facebook and follow us on twitter we're at meltcast we occasionally tweet some things and while you're at it follow at meltdown comics they're awesome and you can keep up with all their sales and events that happen every day